Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Welcome, everybody, back to another edition of Cheergating, episode 27? Every episode, I guess. At, at some point, I should just actually know the, the episode number. So I am back here with Jay. We talk... What do we talk? We talk stuff in the news. Mm-hmm. We talk college basketball. Mm-hmm. We talk college baseball. We talk about a little college football in there, too. We talk a little college hockey. And you know what? We and even talk for like a minute or two about uh, about NASCAR. And women's college basketball. Yeah, that was like 30 seconds. We got a new uh, website up, Instagram's popping. Uh, a famous driver with like 300,000 followers liked it. Uh, one of our Instagram posts. So, all right, you know. let's hop into it. Let's do it. Hello, come right in. Rock, flag, and eagle. All right, so. We managed to actually get an episode in this week, even with Valentine's. I'm, I'm a little impressed. Yeah, we had to work around some things, but I mean, it is, it's before the end of the week, so I guess it counts. Yeah, we're both pretty cool, so, you know, we, we stay busy on Valentine's. Let's just put it that way. I don't know about you. I mean, I can only speak for myself. Well, I, <laughs> I stay busy, if you know what I mean. No. Yeah, I, got Paul, no. I, I bought Call of Duty, so. Did you? Yeah, it's been keeping me pretty busy. Interesting. Yep. Why uh, why Call of Duty? Why aren't you just on the um, Fortnite train? Yeah, I don't understand. Like, I don't know what Fortnite is. So, I don't know if it's just like I'm not cool and hip enough to like understand what's going on with that. I've seen videos and it just really kind of scares me because I don't understand it. Uh, I, I see a new Call of Duty people are talking about it and I'm like, okay, Call of Duty. I get that. I can understand that. I can get on board with that. So, that's what I've been playing. Yeah, Fortnite's pretty cool. Um, I've played it. It's free, which is a really cool perk. Wait, it's free? Yeah, it's 100% free, or at least it was on the on the PlayStation. Yeah, PlayStation 2. Yeah, so, absolutely. Um, I'm not some like high school nerd that talks shit you know, about fucking somebody's mom, so of course I have PlayStation, not Xbox. Yeah, no. I mean, it's worth the download just because it's free, and then just see if you like it. I'm really, I'm terrible at it, so it's kind of hard for me to even get into it. Can you give me a, like a quick rundown? I don't want to like take up the whole podcast about this, but can you give me a quick rundown about yeah. what Fortnite so the way, is? The way that I explained it, and it's kind of a good explanation, is it's kind of like Hunger Games almost in a video game. So you just get dropped in this world. Um, 100 people, I want to say. Yeah, 100 people are in a group. Um, you get dropped in this world out of a bus, a flying bus. And then all you're given is an axe. And so it's kind of like Minecraft in that sense. So you can start chopping shit down. Um, and then once you get some materials, you can build stuff uh, like ramps and walls. And you can pretty much build a fort. Um, but there's also weapons kind of scattered around the world. Okay, so, so when do you start fighting, though? Exactly. So once you find a weapon, that's a good start. As soon as you see a person, it's a pretty big world. Um, so like I've played where I, I don't know where to get off. Like People actually have these ideas of where to fall first. Usually for me, I just fall in somewhere random, and then 
I spend the next like 15 minutes just running around, not seeing anybody. And then um, it's battle royale, so last person standing wins. Um, and then what How else? long can a, a match last then if it's the last person standing? So the cool thing is, you know, there is the possibility that someone would just camp out in the corner and then never get found. So then it's like one on one for eternity. But every like three minutes, the world shrinks. Um, they they bring this like. Storm okay, I've up, seen that. Like yeah, it's storm, like a little yeah. purple wall that comes in, right? Yeah, so eventually the map shrinks enough so the last you know, four or five people are all in this little tiny space and they're all building their own forts and trying to fight each other. So it's pretty it's pretty cool. I just wish I was better at it. Okay. Um, and what is the – what's that one world that everybody talks about? Some tower of something? Well, it's only one world, but then there's villages within this one world. Okay. So, yeah, so there's a village that everybody's like scared to go to because it's badass, I guess? I guess. I don't know it well enough to know the okay. actual names. Um, I, I recognize some of the houses and hills and stuff, but that's that's pretty much the extent of it. And well, shit, tried, if it's free, I guess I'll I guess I'll try it. Yeah, what's what? I think what's easier is there's um you can do solo or you can do duo or you can do group or clan or whatever it is. I usually try and do duo, so I get matched randomly with someone that's actually good, and then okay. they're just like pissed off because I don't have a mic and I suck. But then at least I can follow. Wait, you don't have a mic? And, no. PlayStation just, comes with a mic when you like bought the PlayStation. Yeah, but I bought this thing like four years ago, so the likelihood of me f- keeping that mic um, in somewhere that's I'm gonna be I able still to find use it. my PlayStation mic. I joined a clan for Call of Duty. By the way, if you uh, go to work and you like, I work with this black dude, awesome guy, uh, you know, one of my better friends at work. And when I joined this clan, I go into work, didn't even think about it. I go, hey, Keem, dude. Um, so last night I joined a clan, <laughs> and he goes, what? And I was like, yeah, I joined a clan. It's really fun. I've been spending a lot of time with these guys. Like, I, I like hanging out with my clan. And he was mm-hmm. like, Matt, maybe you should, like, try to explain what you're saying to me first. So if you uh, join an online clan and you work with black people, make sure to, like, explain that first. I made that mistake. Um, joined a clan in Call of Duty, state-of-the-art gaming, just giving a shout-out to that clan. Uh, we're pretty badass. They're a little. I think they're getting a little butt hurt because I don't play it like twenty four seven. But you know, I messaged him and I was like, "Dude, look, you know, I'm twenty six. I have a full time job, fiance. Like, sorry. Yeah, it's just not gonna happen. It's not. It's not gonna happen. Um. Anyway, so that's uh that's gaming. That was talking yeah, gaming. Good update. I think that was good. Um. Speaking of which, I know you were just explaining Fortnite. One more time for the audience, before we started recording, you were uh, kind of trying to explain to me how the CBS Sports app works. Can you explain that to the audience a little bit? Because Houston is playing Cincinnati right now, right? And so I want to watch that game while we're recording this, because Houston is undefeated at home playing number five Cincinnati, who we've only played once this season. You know, it's going to be a great game. I can't watch it. What's going on with this? Well, that's because CBS Sports app is a travesty to um and just kind of a disgrace for all sports apps you can only watch replays as far as i'm concerned yeah it's like uh it's like one minute recaps of things i Mm -hmm. believe yeah no it's it's i don't know why it even exists like who who actually pulls that up after work or something and and you know sits there and watch those recaps that's the dumbest thing ever yeah um you know, I'm not a huge fan of really any sports app. I know Watch ESPN has done a pretty good job. I was going to say, Watch ESPN's pretty good. Uh, I watch a lot of stuff on there. 
especially if you're like a a fan of smaller games that don't get picked up by like bigger networks they usually have that kind of stuff on like right now i'm watching uh temple versus wichita state yeah that's a i mean that's a big bubble game right now yeah i mean temple i mean granted it's really early in the first but 26 to 12 temple so oh wow yeah that'd be a huge win because right now i know they're they're on the bubble wichita state's pretty safely in i want to say yeah that's the thing i want to make sure wichita state's in for the conference and then i'm okay with temple winning and getting in then you know just having some more teams from our conference in because i think we're almost like a guaranteed in at this point it's i don't know if houston probably needs to win like two more games i know that's that's pretty doable yeah that's um, really doable you just i mean you just can't lose like the, the remaining the right remaining early games yeah well and then you know we have the conference tournament so who knows maybe we can go on a run there too yeah we'll see um uh, yeah but so the sports app is just it's garbage yeah so I'm, I'm done with that also by the way technology is amazing and I say this because I'm sure everybody with an iPhone or all the weirdos that don't have iPhones, you, you know, you have to, like, when you're logging into these apps, you have to go to, like, the AT&T website and activate. You have to try to remember all these different usernames and passwords because you're stealing it from your parents because you don't actually, like, own that stuff yourself. Otherwise, like, why would I have fucking streaming to begin with if I had an account with AT&T? Anyway... So you have to try to like save their passwords and remember their passwords. With the new iPhone, I didn't even realize that like because I typed it in one time before, it saved it on my phone when, you know, it did the Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The face recognition thing. Mm-hmm. So I went to go like to the website to type it in, and automatically it like pulled up that little smiley face that it was like reading my face, and then it was like, "Oh, you're good," and then it just started yeah, playing yeah. on the TV. I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, and then if you go even further, um, if you link your phone to your computer, it saves it all in there too. Oh my god, that's insane! Yeah, so it's just it. Yeah, you link it all together and it just cross pollinates. Well, yeah, I love technology. I'm all on board. Um, moving forward. I was, you know, just just wanted to do some recaps of some sports that's been in the news, college sports in the news. Um, Texas Tech's head coach just issued an apology um, because the student section was chanting, fuck you, Trey Young. And, okay, there's a few things with this. Number one, in the apology, he was like, 99.999% of the fans there were not... I feel, I feel like I'm doing like a Trump voice. That's weird. Wrong. Anyway... He was saying, you know, there was a 1.0% of people that were actually chanting this. And they shouldn't be doing that and they shouldn't come back because 99.999% of our fans are good fans and they wouldn't do this. Um, First of all, that's just, no, that's not true. Like, statistically, that's nearly impossible because that would be probably, like, three people, uh, you know, out of the number of people that are actually at a game. And then on top of that, you just read the comments like on Twitter and everyone's like, no, that's not true. It was the entire student section, at least a third of the entire stadium. So, yeah. you know, first of all, come on, man, don't undersell it. And second, the he's apologizing for the students saying, fuck you, Trey Young. Okay, this is Texas Tech. This is Lubbock, Texas. 
These are the dirtiest, nastiest fans in the Big 12. How soft is Tech getting where they have to apologize for that kind of behavior now? At least they're not throwing batteries at them. You know, like, that's what they usually do. Like, throw batteries at players. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. If I was if I was the coach, I'd be like, look, you know, what are you going to fucking do? It's like 19-year-old kids yelling, fuck you, in a chant because they're drunk at a game. They're not throwing shit at you. Just be happy about that. Yeah, I mean, you're Chris Beard. I mean, you can't control what the fans are going to do. You think this apology is going to change any kind of behavior? If anything, it might create a backlash and tech fans are just going to be even crazier the next game. Um, I mean, this is this is what ESPN created. They created this this golden boy, uh, Trey Young, and what do you expect when he comes in and plays in a hostile environment like Lubbock? Right, and loses. Like, um, you know, he's they've been losing quite a bit. And yeah, what they, they lost like six out of the last eight. Yeah, and Tech's sold out, I think, like every single game this season. I don't want to be like, hyperbolic, but... They might play themselves out of the tournament. <laughs> There's only so much you can lose before. Well, no, yeah, I was just reading that actually. There was an article somebody brought. I can't remember who I was reading, but they were they were talking about that. They were like, you know, there's a chance that they actually don't make this tournament. Like Trey Young doesn't play in this tournament. Yeah, which wouldn't be the first time that um, some superstar didn't play. Yeah, I mean, look, he's still going to get drafted. Who fucking cares in the long run? Other than Oklahoma fans um, and the players and the coach and pretty much. Almost the entire state of Oklahoma. But other yeah. than that, who cares? Yeah, they're playing. If you just want to look at their schedule, they're playing Texas, which is definitely not a win. Um, yeah, that's uh, the sweet. That's Saturday. Yeah, mm-hmm. a guaranteed win. I'm, I'm sorry. Well, I think it's, it's in Oklahoma good, though, so they, I think they'll have a better chance. Yeah. Um, but then Kansas on the road is. Would, I mean, I chalk that up to a loss. Yep. Kansas State at home. Yeah, they always yeah. play tough. Yeah, that's tough. Baylor on the road is probably a loss. Um, and then Iowa State at home, you should win, but you just lost to them, so. And even if you win two of those last five games, you know that only puts you at eighteen wins. That's not. That's a bubble team. That's a bubble resume. Right. And this is exactly what we were talking about last episode or two episodes ago with the Big Twelve. This is what was going to happen. We said that something like this is going to happen, where their conference is so good that it's going to push out, you know, all these teams that thought they would be in. Yeah. Um, and when you have such a clear deficiency like Oklahoma's defense and then you've just got this super ball head, ball dominant point guard you know there's going to be games when it just doesn't click and that's basically what's been happening the last month <laughs> you know once the shots aren't falling for Trey Young even though he's still I mean he's still shooting crazy you just can't count on him for for an entire season right twin player what are you gonna do yeah it's, it's just crazy but yeah not, not to get too off subject but I mean Kentucky is you know they lost the last four just like Oklahoma and you know, there's only so much your reputation is gonna gonna carry you. Kentucky start, has you a bit more of a reputation, I think, might carry them. Well, I don't know though. Trey Young, that's, that's exactly. Tough. It's like Kentucky's brand versus Trey Young. That's true. That's a tough the one. Actually, the committee's gonna want to see them in, so I imagine that'll give them a little bit of a nudge if it, if it comes down to it. But you know, they can't put a 16 or 17 win team in the tournament. That's just not gonna happen. So yeah. they, have to, they have to actually give committee a reason and i mean kentucky doesn't have an easy schedule going forward we i mean we knew the sec was gonna be tougher this year but damn like they have really stepped it up right yeah it's just calipari is used to some elite athlete point guard like he's always had mm-hmm. and she seems like this year um you know they have that that shea gregorius or i don't even know how to say his last name but 
he's just not the uh, not the point guard that they're used to. I don't know. I think that's an interesting point. We'll see. I, I know that they'll definitely want both of them in the tournament representing. So, who knows? More than likely, they'll both make it. Yeah, I mean, I'd still you know favor the the possibility that both will, but you know, with the the way that they're looking recently, it I wouldn't be super scared to face them in the tournament. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. Um, if Houston was facing. I guess either team really. I'd be actually. I'd be like, okay, I think we got a chance. Yeah, and then it's kind of a win-win. Like if you if you beat them, then it's you're beating someone that's a huge name. Or like Florida you, is Florida going to be in the tournament? Yeah, yeah, Florida. Um, they should still make it. Okay, Florida's been looking pretty shitty, also. Well, they, I mean, yeah, they lost to to Georgia. They've got some weird losses, like they lost to Ole Miss, South Carolina, mm-hmm. Georgia twice. But overall, I mean, they've still got 17 wins. And good conference. They're probably going to finish this season with about 20 wins, I'd say. I saw one of the projections, and I think it's been a while, probably a couple of weeks, so it's probably changed, but it had us playing Florida. And I was actually like, okay, <laughs> like, that's actually not a terrible matchup. I, I'm not totally against that. Yeah. Um, I mean, we'll see. Florida's pretty pretty balanced team. I, I don't know if I would want to face them. Nah, not too worried. It's the SEC bunch of punks uh moving on to another news story uh of course this was in dallas they wrote an article about former baylor assistant under art riles lands nfl job with the arizona cardinals um so what i was thinking was eventually they just need to make a reality show on like was it lifetime or t tlc those are the show those are the channels that do like the reality shows right i don't think tlc is a channel anymore Wait, really? I mean... TLC? Isn't that a... I mean, I know that's, that's a band. They're not a band anymore, but... So I they yeah, It could be... I don't know. Either way. You know, one of those true TV or something. Um, makes just a reality show that follows every person that was on the coaching staff of Baylor at the time. Just because that's, like, news for, like, whatever reason. What so do you like, think our browser is up to right now? I don't I know where his son is. Yeah. Kendall's still coaching. You know where? Yeah, Florida Atlantic. No, Houston. What? Since when? Since, like, a month ago. He was named uh, the offensive coordinator. Yikes. Oh, yeah. It's been, <laughs> it's been crazy in Houston. <laughs> um, it is a very divisive split fan base right now does houston have some pretty cool hats <laughs> well actually you know we have some decent hats i'm not gonna lie we have some decent hats because that's, um, that's all i think about when i think of kind of bras is him wearing those weird ass like not really flat bill but kind of like a golfer hat like yeah i love those I hats so that's that was another thing is is he gonna bring some like cooler merch like cool hats into the program now Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 
Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Because as a fan, I love that. Um, very, dif- very different. I mean, the old Big J journalists for the Houston Cougars are like really against it, like ripping it apart, just being like, I don't know if I can support this. People need to call in and uh, and cancel their season tickets. Um, you know, like boycott the whole program. And then there's a podcast, um, Shock the Shock the Nation, Shock the World, or something. They're a U of H podcast, younger guys. I think they're my age, and they're like, chill the fuck out. Like, let's give this guy a chance. So it's very, very divisive right now over him i don't know i mean i'm i'd probably lean more towards the old guys just because you can't like you can't fault the baylor program and and expect it to get the death penalty and at the same time be like well let's just take one of their coaches it's like take a stance one way or the other but stick with it because if those guys in the podcast were also screaming at baylor like the rest of the country was it's kind of hypocritical to uh to kind of the same time aren't you just playing by the rules that the ncaa kind of set for you like that yeah, you know, give them the death penalty, punish them, and if that would have happened, we wouldn't be in the situation where we're hiring his son. But because they did nothing, now we can hire his son, and, I mean, we're just playing by the rules that they set up for us. Yeah, but now, you, but if you want to change it, then this isn't the way to do it. It's like, okay, well, now that you're not going to change it, I'll just play by your rules. It's like, now you're just being complicit with this. And at the same time, there's also a chance that Kendall Browse, who has a pretty sketchy history is going to bring that stuff into Houston and you know you don't want that to be around when when he's here so I do know he signed this insane contract um it was like a moral contract which is like not (laughs) I think he had to like sign a separate contract to like legally give up certain rights um to sign this deal with Houston pretty much saying that at any time Houston can fire him for anything like they don't really need a reason they can just, like, fire him. Yeah, so they're just trying to save their ass. Yeah, exactly. And that was, like, part of the thing. Our president was like, you know, I talked to him personally for a lot, and we've discussed his past, and yada, yada. And, uh, you know, to make this higher, I said, like, this is what has to be done. Like, we need a kind of contract to where if we even get a sniff of anything sketchy he's doing, or we can just fire him without any cause at all i wonder i wonder how how much pr that is because i don't i don't know how unusual those morality clauses are because i know um that was the reason that hugh freeze got let go was because he um the the text messages were against one of the clauses for why would you sign a morality clause without any prior history though well that's what i'm I'm saying because that's just insane that's like giving up a lot of your rights without any they can just say, well, morally, we disagree, so we're going to fire you. I mean, legally, you know, that's I, I don't think that's legal. Um, well, I think, I mean, we don't know all the details, and these coaches are public figures, and they're also getting paid uh, six figures. So I think they've got a, the, the institutions have a right since they're kind of the face of their, of their program. Yeah, I, I guess it also just depends on They can't just have how, these guys, like, running rampant and, like, 
hiring prostitutes and like, well, we can't actually fire him because he hasn't done anything against the rules. Well, no, I mean, if he broke the rules, like if he hired prostitutes and you have evidence of that, clearly you don't need a morality clause. That's just well, I'm saying maybe not that extreme, but you can't just be like tweeting pictures of of your uh, mistresses, right? Or like how they're saying that Browse was telling players at FAU that they had a lot of white women at FAU or Baylor or something like that. Um, that right there, technically, I don't think is illegal or against any rules. You're just stating a fact, but uh, in a morality clause situation, you, that you know, you can fire them. Yeah, and I think if you just look at that from any sort of business perspective, that's a reason for for extermination. Like even if it's not some sort of um, business related incident, you'd get fired if you came in just cussing, right? Hmm. You can imagine the circumstance where that would happen. So if you just think of that logic and you apply that to other uh, industries, including college football, you know, it's a little bit more difficult to like apply standards of the office workplace to a football coach, though. You know, like (laughs) I see where I see what you're saying, but that is a hard transition to just be like, oh, because of this, you know, this like this is how you'd be treated if you had an office job. So why not? Well, if anything, football is way more strict because, A, it's a public figure. Uh, you're the face of a program and an institution. And, B, you're getting paid way more. So they're going to they're gonna have a lot shorter uh, leash, Yeah, but right? you think you'd get fired for cussing on the field if you're a football coach? No, obviously they wouldn't <laughs> do that. I'm just saying, like, your behavior has repercussions no matter – Right, but it's just a different type doing. of behavior. Yeah, right? so I'm saying – If I walked into if I walked into my office, you know, I guess they dress fine. But either way, if I walked in there, I, I guess dressed like Bill Belichick – screaming and cussing at people and uh if somebody came up to me and i was like you didn't put in 110 fucking effort you need to get your ass back out there i'd get fired yeah but because i think that's that's, that's expected kind of like as a job. football coach yeah but that's probably in your in your job description almost it's like, <laughs> all right so you, you have, do need to cut off of... the sleeves of any hoodie you do yeah. need to cuss at people no there's no dress code no oh okay well, certainly, certainly no dress code as as Bill Belichick um, is one to describe. So either way, the the Baylor coaching staff that that's just gonna keep going rampant to see who goes where. And and when it comes down to it, uh, those Big J old school journalists in Houston, they can hate the idea that they uh, they hired Bryles all they want. And I, I think I tweeted this at them. No response, of course. I was like, I can't wait until we are, you know, almost through the season and we're, we're sitting at eight or nine wins uh, looking at a possible conference championship. Uh, let's, let's, see, let's see if you're still boycotting the program at that point. You know what I mean? Especially yeah, if it not. was something that Bryles did. You know, he, he does run a great offense. I'd have respect if they did, but I doubt they will. The, yeah, there's no way they will. I agree with you. If they stay true to their stance, I, I although I yeah. may not agree, I would be like, you know what, the, you know, they stuck to their yeah, guns exactly. the whole fucking time. Good for them. That sucks that they're missing out on this great season. But my point was well, like, least, oh, yeah. yeah, let's take this moral high ground while the season's not going on. But if we start to do great, you're going to forget all about it. If we do shitty, you're going to be like, see, I told you. I told you we shouldn't have made this higher. It's also probably an easier stance uh, at this point, like, once that hire happened, they knew that they had to take some stance because it's the off season and there wasn't much going on. It's so they very had to fall easy on, stance. And on one side of the on one side of the fence, and I feel like it's just an easier 
side to be on. Yeah, like, you don't have you to don't... defend that stance. People just yeah, automatically can, know. Yeah. You can just be like, hey, I don't like this. And then you just take that to the extreme. It's like, here's the reasons why. And it's a lot easier to defend than to try and to try and defend the other way. Yeah. So I can, and, I can see their rationale. And to be fair, the, you know, the other people, I think like half those guys in that podcast are like probably still in college. So they, you know, they, they invest all of their time into this thing. And, you know, they're probably willing to try to defend that stance. And I'm kind of, you know, I'm somewhere in between. I'm not totally on one side or the other. That's why I didn't really like get into it much, but I just thought the hypocrisy of what these guys were saying later on is going to be hilarious. Well, to be seen. Yeah, to be seen. So I thought there's a really cool. I, I sent it to you in a tweet. Um, Pick six previews polled a whole bunch of recruits asking what their um. It was basically like a brand ranking. So they asked them if if everything was equal and they hadn't offered every school in the country, where would they go? And so then they had they have this ranking now um, of all the all the brands in the Power Five, and they just ranked them based nice. on response. Okay. What do you got? Um, so as you can expect, I mean the top dogs are pretty much stacked, but Clemson came to number one, so that's the most desirable place for a recruit. Basically, like I said, if every recruit or if if the recruit, no matter what their star ranking is, if they just get an offer from every school in the country wherever they go, and that. Clemson came one, Ohio State two, uh, Penn State was three, which is, I mean, that's just insane work by by James Franklin. Yeah. Because I bet if you did this thing, you know, seven years ago, or whatever year that scandal was going on, oh um, yeah, they'd fall in like the fifties. At least, um, yeah, I'm sure. Alabama at nineteen is kind of a surprise, especially think, below Auburn. It's uh, just, I guess, it's because their brand is just boring. I don't know. There's no way that this is accurate then. Well, why not? Because I mean, if that, they they pulled over two hundred uh, recruits, and we're talking football. Yeah, we're talking football. If this was true, then Alabama should be. I don't. I guess it. Okay. If the best way to look at this, because you can find a better ranking than this, you can just go online and look at the rankings for recruits this year or last well, of year. Of course, that's, you, that's, like, this is trying to remove. This is trying to remove the other variables of. Obviously, Nick Saban once he gets into a room, like he can, he can recruit to the best because he can. So this is taking out the coaches. This is just the program, like the school and the facilities. I'm I'm assuming the pro. I'm assuming the coach is included, but the the coach isn't the one taking this poll. It's just a, on its on its face. If you have every scholarship, where would you go? And then Alabama came in 19th. So I mean, I just don't believe that because if that was true, then Alabama would be somewhere around 19th every single season. Look, I'll read it word for word. We wanted to find out exactly how high school football players perceive the Power 5 schools, so we asked 224 recruits to grade their interest and desire in each program as if they were the number one recruit in the country, for example, that had every or they had offers from every school. So that's exactly, you know, what the process they did. Okay, but those kids aren't telling the truth then because <laughs> they would they uh, Clemson every single year would be having the best you know, around number one. I think or... there's a lot more that goes into recruiting when it actually comes down to it. This is just uh, on its face how I they guess. rank the brands. I guess. I mean, that's good news for Clemson. They should be still go to. They should feel Alabama. pretty good about themselves. But where did Texas land? Uh, right below Alabama, twenty. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. I guarantee. Uh, and know. this is high school seniors. These are you know eighteen year olds. So you also have to view it from their lens. What they grew up. 
viewing is Clemson dominating the past four years. Yeah, can you imagine the difference between Texas on that list uh, compared to like ten years ago? Yeah, exactly. So I mean, USC. Where's USC at? The most recent stuff. Um, USC is five. Okay, that's actually still really high then. (laughs) Yeah, tied with Oregon. Oregon, obviously, for the the helmets and uniforms and stuff. What do you think? What do you think is the lowest? I mean, this is pretty obvious. Power five. Kansas. Yeah. Okay. That's sad. (laughs) Not really. They did this to themselves. What's pretty cool is uh, Stanford is at number nine, um, which is just it's pretty crazy if you look at that compared to the other academic schools, quote unquote. Um, it's just so much higher than every other school right. that has the strict academic requirements. Like Duke is at forty four, Vanderbilt's at fifty nine. Well, you know, in terms of football, Stanford has really stood out as an academic school that it always does really well in football. I don't know why or how that happened, but uh, yeah, they've you know and. Baseball and basketball, there's a lot more academic schools that are good at those sports. For some reason in football, Stanford's really the one that stood out. Yeah. Um, baseball, for a different reason, because the scholarships are unequal for every school. Right. Um, so Vanderbilt has yeah pretty much every player on scholarship, whereas most schools don't have even like half. But even still, um, Virginia, a very smart school. Rice, very smart school. You know, like... There's a lot of really smart schools that I, I don't know what it is with baseball, but a lot of smart schools get a, a lot of really good baseball players. Yeah, um, and you notice that a lot of those are private, like Rice and like Vanderbilt. Virginia. Yeah, but I'm sure, I mean, if you looked at Virginia's scholarship allocation, I'm sure it's the same. You know, they, North they probably Carolina. More. Yeah, same thing. And North Carolina is a very baseball-rich state, too, just because, it's true. Um, you know, North Carolina State's also a very good baseball program. So just the state of North Carolina in general, just like Texas. Yeah. I mean, even still, though, every single team we just named isn't good at football. Um, North Carolina. Yeah, I, guess, I guess Virginia. Some No, not even Virginia. Rice. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, they're not good at football. Yeah. It's, um, it's a very different recruiting process. Yeah, absolutely. And basketball is a whole different animal entirely as well. Yeah. Speaking of basketball... Um, the I know this has kind of been bubbling for a while, and it's kind of hard to give it too much interest just because of uh, the seasons going on, and it kind of nothing really has happened yet. But the uh, the FBI investigation, um, uh, Yahoo report came out today, actually a couple hours ago. Headline is sources say college hoops corruption case uh, poised to take down Hall of Fame coaches, top programs, and lottery picks. So, I mean, like I said, we've been hearing about this for a while, like how big this is going to be and how much it's going to shake up the entire college basketball landscape. Um, And until it actually happens, I don't know how much interest I'm going to get because the school like Auburn, who is supposed to be hit so hard, is looking like a two seed. So it's like, what's actually going to happen? Um, And we've seen them botch investigations before. But this is the FBI, so this is a pretty big case. Yeah, well, the FBI has been botching cases this entire presidential uh, candidacy so i don't know if, how much i trust them but it'll be interesting we'll see what happens yeah it's just um i mean everybody i hear that talks about this from like an insider's perspective perspective is saying how how big of an effect it's going to have and how these top franchises and programs are going to go down 
I just I have a hard time believing that the Kentuckys and the Dukes and even the Louisvilles, who have proven that they're corrupt, are gonna get hurt at all. Like it's just there's no be way more Duke the same. gets affected. There's no there's not no no yeah Duke, Duke, won't. Duke will just get got the it. number one two three and like nine recruits. Duke is yeah. the last program that's gonna get uh, you know affected. Uh, uh, it was a funny point that one shining podcast, uh, a really good college basketball podcast that I listened to. They um they brought up the the weird like kind of double double sided or double standard that we set with Duke. It's uh, when Kentucky lands these top recruits and when I, these other schools land the number one. Like imagine if any other school landed the number one, two, and three recruits in the country, what we would be saying about how they're paying these players. But for some reason, when it's Duke, um, we're just not used to this, and so we just kind of let them pass. Well, it's the same thing with Alabama. People don't really, you know, when Ole Miss was landing those huge recruits, everybody was like, Ole Miss has got to be paying them. That you know, yeah. it, it, they're cheating. Uh, when Alabama does it every single year, nobody questions it. It's because Alabama has set a precedent of them being the best, them recruiting the best, and I think it's the same way with Duke. It's just we know Duke is the best, we know their coach is the best, and they're always going to get the best. Look, so, no, I completely understand that they've earned the right to to recruit the number one you know uh, program in the country. But when you're claiming that Ole Miss, and I'm just using Ole Miss here because it's the common example, I'm not trying to. No, just because I went there, but I when you're claiming that cool. Ole Miss uh, paid these players fifty thousand dollars and offered them fifty thousand, you think they're going to turn that down to go play uh, for a program that's not offering them that? It's like just have some common sense in this case. Oh, you know, I totally, Duke, I yeah, I definitely think Alabama pays their players. I think pretty much any good program in the SEC, not even they don't even have to be great, just good, uh, is paying their players. You know. I, I don't, Vanderbilt might not be because they're too busy paying their <laughs> baseball players, but uh, no, Kentucky but, yeah. too busy paying their basketball, so they're not paying the football. Uh, like looping this back into basketball, it's when when Duke landed the number one, two, and three. We know for a fact that that the going price for a top ten recruit at least uh, is a hundred thousand dollars because that came out in the FBI, FBI reports already. Um, that was what the Louisville player. I can't think of his name right now. That's what he was paid to go to Louisville, a hundred thousand. So. It's at least a hundred thousand because I think he was like the ninth recruit in the country. So I can't imagine what one, two, and three cost. So you think they're just going to turn down this this six digit offer just right. to go play for Coach K? Yeah, I'm sure they're. It's just. I'm it's sure their parents hysterical. are okay with that. <laughs> yeah, it's hysterical. No, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm turn this down because I don't want to get nah, in trouble in No, Nah, mom, I'm turning down that hundred K so I can play. Uh, so I can get my free education. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Out in uh, Durham, yeah, and he, and then they just they don't go to class. You know, they're only there for seven. Obviously, months. yeah, yeah. Um, which actually just made me think about that that video of the football. Yes, recruit, yes. Uh, when he uh, went to mom got up. Yeah, where'd he go instead of James uh, Copeland? He signed with Florida. Right. Uh, His mama wanted Alabama receiver. or Tennessee. Yeah, so you think that was that was yes. because you love Tuscaloosa? No, love... I I read those comments immediately. They were like, you know, Alabama and Tennessee were paying more than Florida. 
Yeah. Like, or, that's absolutely or, or, what it was. Or they offered his mom more money, but his dad less, and then Florida offered his dad more or his cousin yeah. or his uncle. It's like there's some conflict, and I can't imagine being in that situation and having to try and please the different parties because you know there's some shady shit going. Well, uh, from what the mom said um, is that he was running with some gang members in Florida, so she really didn't want him to go there. Um, oh, well, shit. Because she was worried about... Yeah, I mean, that could be the honest truth, but how it looks, you know, <laughs> is not good. It looks like you were probably getting paid by... Like, okay, you didn't want him to go to Florida. That's great. But, like, you're... I don't know. You're all into Tennessee and Alabama. Yeah, why Why is it just those two? Right, exactly. Like, you should just support anything else. But, no, it's, like, these specific two schools. That just seems sketchy. And I'm not calling his mom a liar. I have no reason to, but... She could be lying. Let's just like accept the fact that that could be a lie. That could very well be a lie. That just could like, very well be a lie. I'm not saying she is. I'm saying it could be. Yeah. I mean, we've seen it. Uh, um, one of my favorites was, I think it's Jamal Adams. No, Jamal Adams. I don't know. Going to LSU. Uh, that mom from, she had some son who's a safety that ended up going to Alabama and she was all about LSU. So it was a very similar situation. And then she had another son the next year or two years later. And she was pissed again because he didn't choose LSU. And, you know, maybe she's just a big LSU fan, but I have a feeling that she Where probably Where is he from? Uh, Louisiana. Well, see, because you could chalk that up to she's born and raised in Louisiana and always loved LSU. Yeah. So that, that's also a tough one. Uh, what we really need is, like, you know, some mom that really likes USC and Ohio State, but they're from Florida and he chooses Florida State, and she's pissed. Because there's, like, no other, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that would just be so clearly, you know, getting paid. Yeah, that sounds like a very specific example. But sooner or later, an example almost identical to this will occur. I promise. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. let me just read this quote from the reporter about the NCAA case real quick, or the uh, FBI case. Okay says, this goes a lot deeper in college basketball than four corrupt assistant coaches, which were the ones that already got um, penalized, said a source who has been briefed on the details of the case. When this all comes out, Hall of Fame coaches should be scared. Lottery picks won't be eligible to play in almost half of the 16 teams the NCAA showed on their initial uh, tournament show this weekend should worry about their appearance being evacuated. Or vacated. So I, it just sounds like a lot of stuff to kind of hype people up or get people uh looking forward to a conclusion of this also okay um and maybe i'm just really stupid and hopefully you can educate me on this why is the fbi involved because exactly that's a great question because okay i thought maybe there really was a good answer no it's honest no there's honestly not a good answer because there's no victim right like who's the victim in this case well there's no crime either well yeah well it should fall under ncla jurisdiction but it's not, not job, that's though. not legally a crime to pay somebody to play. I want to say it is. There's probably a technicality. How is I've that a law? How is that a federal law? I've, I'm telling you I've heard it before, and someone in our audience definitely knows you know, what it's... There is no way that there's a federal law saying that college athletes can't be paid. Well, you're the, over, I think you're oversimplifying it. It's, it's more complicated than that, or else I think... Well, for the FBI can't. to get involved, that means it needs to be a federal law, a federal case. Right, so they need to break some kind of federal law. I don't see how this would be breaking any federal law, unless there's drugs involved that have crossed state lines. There's you know prostitutes that have crossed state lines and big organized crime. 
behind it. But if it's just paying players, that's like totally different than why the fuck is the FBI involved? I think it has something to do with with the shoe companies too. Okay, yeah, that's true. I do know that that's been a problem. Um, even still, though, I, I don't see how that's against the law. I don't Look, know. I'm all I'm I, all for any step that's just trying to you know pick cracks into the NCAA's foundation. If yeah, this is what it takes. And then cool apparently, the NCAA can't handle their own shit. The FBI, the federal government, has to come in. Ne- you know, next, and this isn't a stretch, but next Trump's going to be tweeting about it and like revealing shit about the case and being like, yeah, <laughs> like number one on my list, Duke. <laughs> this is honestly, honestly, I kind of wish that Obama was here just because he had the like he cared about college basketball. Like maybe he would actually take this up. Like I can't oh imagine Trump God. caring at all about college basketball. No, nah, Trump only cares if, like, other people start, like, talking about it a lot, where he's, like, yeah. or the players start, like, talking shit about the American flag or something. No, like. I, yeah, I think Obama, what what his his interest in college basketball was pretty surface. Like, I think he just did that um, just to appear like he did. But right. I just wish, like, what if we had Joe Lenardi as president right now? Right. And he just cared about, you know, exposing this. Yeah, because even Obama, I mean, I'm pretty sure – Weren't his brackets just shit? Yeah, well, obviously he never did it. He would just you know show up and write the. But still, name. it's like yeah, and he always talked about how he was huge into basketball. He's like, oh, I'm the first basketball player. I saw him play basketball. He's a chump, dude. I could beat him on the court. No, don't tell, don't tell anybody you said that because they'll get kind of offended. I don't give a fuck. I could beat Obama on the fucking court, and I haven't played in forever. I'm not even that good. I'm just not a pussy. I saw him play, and everybody just kind of like let him go to the fucking hoop. I would. Him? Dude, I would fucking check his ass. I'd be like, hell no. You're not fucking getting around me. I don't care if you're president. I don't care you who it is. You feel pretty accomplished that you could beat a 65-year-old man in Yeah, basketball? I could probably beat George W. Bush also. Uh, except maybe not in baseball because he had a fucking arm. Yeah, I, he played um, in college. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, You remember that uh, that throw that he had in New York like after 9-11? Yeah, right down the middle. Right down the middle. I couldn't do that. I, I'll like willingly admit... I mean, I could probably fucking rip that off him. That's like batting cage. But still, yeah, I don't think I could throw it right down the middle like ball. that. Yep. Either way, uh, you want to just jump into Conference of Legions? Yeah, I got mine up. Okay, I'm going to start it off. Let's do it. I pledge allegiance. Okay, first off, the Big East, we got Creighton. Uh, their last game was Tuesday against... Dude, I have no idea how to pronounce this school. Bemidji State? B-E-M-I-D-J-I State. What school is that? Was that in conference? They no, 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 obviously not. This is the Big East. But they literally don't even have a logo, like on Google. It's just like that oh, blank Bemidji, little shield. Bemidji State. You what? Bemidji State. You know that school? Yeah. No, you don't. No, I just looked at it. Oh, God. I was going to say, what the fuck is wrong with me? I, I've never heard of this school. Anyway, they beat them 94-46. Um, you want to guess where that is? Where that, where that university is? Illinois. Minnesota. Damn, that was actually kind of close. Um, Saturday. Oh, enrollment. What's, the, what's their enrollment? You want me to guess their enrollment? Yeah. Uh, 3,500. 5,000. Oh, I was like rate? just uh, just off on both guesses. So acceptance rate ninety four percent. Okay, <laughs> I probably would have guessed around that to be fair, but I probably would have guessed like ninety six. So I was just off. 
Uh, Saturday, Creighton played Xavier and only lost 72-71. So they're third in the Big East. They're still doing really well. Saturday, they are playing Marquette. It says they're playing at, shit, 9 p.m. Oh, shit, I thought that was a 9 a.m. game. Anyway, um, that's what I wrote in the blog, so I just fucked up. Um, yeah, Creighton's having a really strong year this year. They are. Um, they're doing awesome. They don't have any bad losses, which is going to look really good for their resume. Who you got? I'm glad you uh, brought up Biggie's first because Providence with maybe the biggest win of the season for anybody. Yeah. Um, beating Villanova at home uh, this past week. Mm-hmm. Actually, yesterday. It's just yesterday. It feels like so long ago. That was yesterday? Um, yeah, it was, it was Wednesday, Wednesday night. Oh, shit, I thought it was Friday today. Yeah, they beat Villanova uh, at home. Huge game by their senior small forward, Jalen Lindsey, which is kind of like a weird – he's kind of been their their glue guy, not a bunch of possessions, um, high three-point percentage guy, but he put the team on his back and uh, led them to a huge victory. I know they've kind of been a bubble team this year, so that's going to look huge on the resume if they can finish this season strong and hopefully make it into the tournament. Okay. Uh, moving on, Ivy League. I got Cornell. You ever heard of it? They're still, um, third to the last in conference, uh, because I think it was the last episode I mentioned that they moved up from second to last to third last. So they're still third last. Uh, they beat Brown seventy-eight sixty and lost to Yale seventy-four sixty-five. And you have Princeton, right? I pen. Ah, shit, because they're playing Princeton tomorrow so they're gonna get killed by princeton mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh moving on to penn they just lost to harvard which was not a good loss because well i mean it's a good loss because harvard's a good team right but that that ties them for first right now in the ivy league um mm. so it it looked like they were kind of a shoe into the tournament but now that they're tied with harvard they're both sitting at seven one they have one more matchup with harvard looks like it's going to be the conference championship they have one um, more matchup before the tournament, before the their conference tournament. Well, I'm saying that there's only six more games. They play Harvard right. once more. Yeah, I'm just saying that's a. Hmm. They play them once more. It's at home, so uh, assume they win that game, um, going to the tournament, looking pretty good as the favorites in the Ivy League. So yeah, look out for the Penn Quakers. All right. I feel like uh, the Ivy League always does pretty well in the tournament. Next up, Missouri Valley. I got Illinois State, fourth in conference, eight and seven, fourteen and thirteen overall. They just lost to Bradley yesterday, and they're playing Northern Iowa Saturday. That's pretty much all I have to say about Illinois State. Yeah, we've got some pretty bland teams in the Missouri Valley. Yeah, Missouri State's they're so boring. Uh, yeah, they've just been up and down. They just lost to Southern Illinois, OT on the road. Mm. Um, Elise Johnson's been doing well, getting to the line a bunch. You know, obviously they're um, their senior center, but uh, yeah, it's it's just a bland year for them. They'll win nineteen or twenty games and be sitting at home. Yeah, Missouri Valley's that's one of those conferences that probably could have done without this year, but we needed ten. So no, Missouri yeah. Valley, is, as a as a whole, I want to say is one of the better um, mid majors. Yeah, I guess we just, just have boring bottom, teams. Like, pretty consistent. They're just kind of boring this year. Uh, moving on, West Coast, I have San Diego. They're now fifth in the conference, so they dropped down at 7-7 seven and 16-10 seven and and overall. They lost to Santa Clara 70-64 Saturday. They are playing Pacific tonight, 
that that should actually be a good game, but they're playing BYU Saturday, so that'll be a really good game. Yeah, BYU's good. They're, they're a bubble team as well. Well, if San Diego beats BYU, I think they're back up. Maybe not like to make the tournament, but I think that would bump them up to fourth in the conference, so better seating for their conference tournament. Yeah, yeah, San Diego's. They they really would have to win the tournament to get in at this point. Yeah, they would. I mean, at sixteen and ten, seven and seven, you know, conference. I think yeah, at this point, they just needed better seating for their conference tournament for any hope. All but right, there's no hope to... because they're they're in the West Coast, so never mind. St. <laughs> Mary's Gales. Uh, I, I had Gales. more confidence before they lost to Gonzaga, but you know, a loss to Gonzaga is not a terrible loss. It was. Not a close loss, but, you know, it's one of the top five teams in the country, so you got to expect that every once in a while. Well, they beat um, them earlier this season, too, so. Yeah, exactly. They went one-on-one with them on the season. Yeah. So they'll have another matchup in the conference tournament. But regardless, they're, they're a tournament team. Um, yeah. They've locked that up. Uh, but Gonzaga did a pretty good job of shutting Jock Lindell down. Only scored four points, which has got to be probably career low. Um, so you got to respect him for that. Maybe they figured out how to actually defend him and maybe gave some teams some blueprints going forward, which would not be good for the gals. All right, moving on to maybe my favorite team of our teams this year, of our conference allegiance. Uh, in a summit league, SDSU, the real SDSU, South Dakota State. They're still first in the conference, but barely hanging on by a thread. 22-6 and six overall record. And the USD has a twenty-three and six record. Yeah, it's gonna be sad that one of these schools has to sit home. Yeah, so SDSU has one less conference loss. That's the only reason they're ranked higher. They're ten and one in the conference compared to USD's ten and two in the conference. So like USD has one more win than them, but they also have one more conference loss. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty insane. Uh, they play again next Thursday, and that'll lag- likely just decide, you know, who's one and two, what what the seat is for uh, the Summit tournament in Sioux Falls. It's it's crazy because I th- I actually think South Dakota is a better team than South Dakota State. Um, it's just the fact that you know they're they're sitting behind them in the standings right now, and they're going to be sitting home unless, unless I think they win both the should tournament. go. It's tough. That's a tough. Uh, that's tough to defend. Yeah, because you can say, like, oh, their competition, yada, yada, yada. But still, I don't know, man. They've both been really good this year. Yeah. Um, my Fort Wayne Mastodons have, have not been very good. 17-12 on the year. That's, eh, I mean, Bryson Scott, he's he's a good senior point guard. That's about it. Can't shoot a three, though. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, moving on, Colonial. UNCW, uh, my Wilmington Seahawks have just jumped from second worst to third worst in the conference above James Madison and Delaware. Uh, five and nine record, eight and eighteen overall record. God, they suck. They just lost to James Madison Tuesday, sixty-two, sixty-one, and they're playing uh, Elon tonight. Well, UNC Dub beats my Hofstra Pride. Um, yeah, that was like two or th- three games ago. I think it was Saturday. Yeah, so like two games ago, I guess. Yep. yep. Um, why do all my teams have 15 to 17 wins? It's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, Hofstra Pride. Uh, Justin Wright Foreman, he's 
played the most minutes out of any player in the entire country this season. So that's pretty cool. Hmm. Um, yeah, uh, Joe Mahalik really likes to pays or plays his point guard heavy he likes minutes. To pay his point guard. We, we talked about we talked about that last episode. That he pays him. That he plays him. Pays him. How much does he pay him? I mean, I don't know. I'd have to ask. You better watch out. The feds will come for him for that. It is kind of weird, though. I think uh, the issue with their defense, the Hofstra's defense, is that they start a six-foot point guard and then a six-one shooting guard. Yeah. So when you have almost zero length at your two guard positions, that's not a good recipe. Yeah. Um, okay, moving on to the WAC. I have New Mexico State. Um, definitely my best team. I'd say them and like South Dakota State, but probably New Mexico State. Um, your antelopes, by the way, continue to slip. Uh, my Aggies yeah. just continue to kill it. Uh, Twenty-two and three overall record, undefeated, nine and zero in conference. New Mexico State beat your Grand Canyon antelopes, seventy-four to seventy on Saturday. So that was actually a good game, and they may finish the season completely undefeated in conference at this point because like the rest of the teams. The, the rest of the games in their conference, I, I don't see them, like, losing. Maybe there will be, like, one upset loss, but... Utah Valley is, like, really the only opportunity for them to lose. Every other game is, like, Chicago State is an easy win. Right. Seattle. That's what I'm saying. I, <laughs> that would be you insane know, if they just finished this entire season undefeated in conference. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, which is weird because they can't shoot the three at all. They don't shoot free throws well. Um, they just ride their defense, which is, I mean, that'll win you a lot of games. But they just... Their offense kind of sucks. Uh, I mean, like like you said, though, it was enough to beat New Mexico or Grand Canyon, my antelopes. Yeah, we were hyping that game up. Yeah. Um, New Mexico State or Grand – I keep saying your team instead of mine. <laughs> Grand Canyon is allowing the least percentage on three-point shots, uh, only 27%. And so I went and looked at the box score for New Mexico State, and they held New Mexico State to 15%. So that's – Oh, my God. They continued that pattern, but obviously it wasn't enough. It actually was a close game, 74-70. Yeah, that's what I was saying, 74-70. That was a surprisingly close game considering Grand Canyon's been slipping since that loss. Yeah. Uh, disappointed season for Grand Canyon. They could have done a lot better without some of these close losses. How did they so but... How did they so rapidly decline? Just last week when we were recording, they were second in the conference, and now they're, what, like fourth, fifth? Yeah, they lost to Utah Valley. They had a terrible loss against UT uh rio grande valley yeah it's close you know that that loss probably did it yeah it's insane they just like completely fell off that was pretty sad yeah uh especially because um they've got a lot of senior players it's kind of it's kind of their chance oh really i thought they had a young team well uh they do have a young center Um, their starting center is young and it's kind of like their best player all right, well, moving on to Southern, uh, I have UNCG. After our last episode, my Spartans have won three straight games and lost none. 20-6 and six overall, they are now second in the conference with an 11-2 and two record. They just beat East Tennessee State University, 74-56, to 56, who is first in the conference. So they just, like, crushed the first team of the conference. That's great. With only... Uh, the, they ETSU only has two more wins than them, so they're like definitely closing in. The only conference teams left for Greensboro to play are like some of the worst teams in the conference. Like the bottom half of the conference is who they're playing for the rest of the season. So I mean, they have a serious chance to actually 
you know, finish this season. They they could finish this season seeded number one, but I don't see them going any lower than two for the conference tournament. Yeah, that that win against ETSU is huge. Yeah, um, Steve Steve Forbes has really built that, built that program up a lot. I don't. I mean, if you look at ETSU's schedule, it's pretty easy um, going forward. Well, actually, I don't know Furman. Furman could be some pretty tough competition, but I can't imagine them blowing that that lead in the conference. But my Wofford Terriers have just disappointed ever since they beat North Carolina a few months ago. <laughs> yeah, so strange. Um, they they've kind of just lost to the teams they should have lost to other than the citadel they should have beat them mm. but yeah i mean they're pretty much right where they should have been in standings i'd say okay um probably my least favorite most boring right here uh metro atlantic i, I don't know how you feel about metro atlantic but i'm just kind of yeah i have niagara my purple nigerian eagles are third in the conference with a 17 and 10 overall record and 10 and 4 conference record they're on a three-game winning streak with Fairfield most recently, 95-83 Saturday, and they're playing Iona tomorrow. All right. What do you think about Matt Scott? Uh, no opinion. No opinion? No opinion. He's the best player on Niagara. Yeah. No, no opinion. He's really good. You should, uh, you should check him out. Mm, I'm good. I get, I get enough Trey Young. Uh, all right, my Monmouth Hawks, they get to the free throw line a whole bunch, so that's a positive. They also <laughs> shoot uh, really good behind the three-point line. <laughs> they shoot good. They get to places. Uh... <laughs> and then that's pretty much it. I mean, they lost to Niagara mm-hmm. last week. Yeah. Two weeks ago. Yeah, that was um, part of their three-game win streak. That was a really high-scoring game, 96-91 in regulation. Yeah. It's true. That's super high scoring. 77 possessions. Wow. Yeah, that's uh, the Metro Atlantic. On to Atlantic 10. Davidson. Since we last recorded, my Wildcats have dropped from second to third in the conference. So that kind of sucks. After losing to Rhode Island, 72 to 59, and beating VCU, 74 63. So if you're thinking that doesn't really validate them dropping then i agree with you but to be fair um saint bonaventure is on an eight game winning streak since losing to davidson a month ago so you know i yeah, guess the, the bodies are on a run for sure i guess they deserve it but to be fair their last loss was davidson um with a 14 and 10 record nine and four conference record davidson should be happy to finish i think they could i think they could finish second um and the and uh, you know get that second place seed for conference tournament. Yeah, yeah. George Mason, uh, my team just sucks so much that I'd rather just talk about um, the actual good teams in this conference. <laughs> That's fair. Oh, uh, Rhode Island is playing St. Bonaventure actually tomorrow. Rhode Island's going to win. Be a big game, but the Bonnies have been on a run. Ever They've since been on a run, but against- like runs don't, in my opinion. <laughs> First of all, runs, you know, stay in the pants. But also, they don't last past just a really good team. I don't know. I can see it. It's at home. I don't They're playing see Rhode it. Island at home. I can R- see it. Rhode Island's going to, like, beat them pretty badly. It's going to be a game to watch. Okay. I mean, I think you should watch it, definitely. But I think they're going to, like, beat them pretty handedly. How do you feel about uh, St. John's just rolling through the competition 
for some reason, like, did they just get possessed by the Monstars recently or something? <laughs> they beat yeah. Duke and Villanova within the span of four days. Yeah, that's a, I mean, that's a good point. I, I don't know. And then um, they, they were on, what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven game lose streak. Right. They were, What's the record they were now? They eleven in their conference, and then they just beat, once they beat Duke and Villanova, they just beat Marquette and DePaul back-to-back. <laughs> So they're now 4-0 in the last four games. So it's um, like, wait, now are they one of the best teams in the nation all of a sudden? Obviously 3-11 and in their conference is not going to, it's going to be tough to, to come back from. Yeah, but like when you look at that, you're like, okay, who else, you know, has done what we've done this year? Just in they, that. What if they ended with 18 wins and then ran through the Big East tournament? Um, they'd have some of the best wins in the country. It's crazy. I mean, Shamori Pons, the 6-1 point guard, has just been on fire. Let's see how many points. Yeah, 26, 44, 26, 33. Damn. In the last four games. And some of that's against the number, you know, top five teams. All right. Well, that's Conference Allegiance. Well, I'm going to give you a quick rundown of what the world of men's, NCAA men's ice hockey, what's been going on over there. Yeah, I might just have the bathroom or just leave. Be like hockey! Me like hockey! North Dakota lost to Colorado College 4-2 to Friday. Then UND beat them 5-1 to Saturday. Notre Dame with... Uh, Notre Dame keeps having huge weekend series. Uh, this time it was against Ohio State. They beat the Buckeyes 4-2 to Friday, but then they lost to them 5-1 to uh, Saturday, but they're still ranked number one in the nation. Um, not much has changed in the rankings. St. Cloud State moved from 4-3 to Cornell dropped from three to four. I don't know. Providence flipped with North Dakota from eight to nine. I guess the biggest change would be like Northern Michigan's jump from twenty to seventeen after sweeping Fairbanks in uh, their two series match over the weekend. And the playoffs start next month on the twenty third. Awesome. That's um, hockey. What was I gonna say? Was gonna say. Hockey. What about women's basketball? Um, I don't have it up in front of me, but if I just say that UConn, Mississippi State, Notre Dame. Baylor. Baylor, Texas or something. I think it's Baylor. No, I'm saying I, I think Texas is also up there somehow, somewhere. Okay. okay, yeah. Then they're still doing well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, NC State was actually ranked, so I might actually have to go to one of those games. Okay, well, let's calm down. Also, I wanted to admit this on the podcast. I have been giving Joe Rogan another chance, and uh, some of his stuff isn't absolutely terrible. I will say his podcasts are just too long, in my opinion. They're like, yeah, they're very long. Like, what is this two plus hour bullshit? Like, come on, nobody's got that time. That takes you a fucking week just to finish. So I, I usually finish it just on the way to uh, class. I just put it on like three. On the speeds. way to class? What do you? How far do you walk to class? What is that? Like a eight mile hike? <laughs> Jesus. Well, no, it takes me about twenty five minutes to get to campus, um, and on that way, I can usually cover about an hour and a half just because I do it on times three, and then I, you just skip through the commercials. I never do time. I listen to the. Just the plane, like one. That's well. That's tough. It's tough to listen to it uh, sped up. I think you're a psychopath for doing that. They're like this when they're talking. They're like, oh my god, what? That's fucking insane to me. I don't know how you can actually enjoy that. That's that gives me anxiety listening to it. Hey, how do you feel about uh, opening day in a couple days? Actually, tomorrow. Yeah, it's tomorrow. I was I was gonna bring that up before we left. Uh, first of all, we have a new. New blog, I guess. Same old blog, but we have a domain name. Chairgating.com. 
we own that shit now. Uh, so I've transferred everything over to that domain, and I just recently wrote a blog because I was listening to part of my take this week, and they were talking about how there's no sports on. You're we're in this like sports lull in between the Super Bowl and March Madness, which I understand, but I was like, dude, there's actually this weekend has a lot of good sports. Um, so I kind of broke it up on Friday because it's opening day. I listed times and networks of where to watch college baseball. You know, there's there was some good games that won't be televised, but it's the first weekend of college baseball. There's not a lot of great matchups. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, give it a, give it a week or two once the tournament start going. The ACC network actually did a pretty good job. They have Seton Hall versus NC State at 2 p.m., Xavier versus Florida State at 3 p.m., um, Duke, Vanderbilt, 4 p.m. SEC Network, Louisiana versus Texas, and that's Lafayette, uh, Longhorn Network. Duke Vanderbilt? You what? Duke Did Vanderbilt, Duke? yeah. That would be a pretty good matchup. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and then I also mentioned, like, if you want, Rough and Rowdy is Friday night pay-per-view. I don't know. Yeah, looking forward to that. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm a big Barstool fan, so I, I'll probably watch that. The whole Smitty versus... Uh, what 20 Chef. Yeah. Dude, that chef dude's going to beat the shit out of him. Sean Latham, yeah. Oh, it's going to be bad. The yeah. only thing the only thing he is, he's a little fat, so he might get tired. That's the only hope Smitty has. I like Smitty, too. Do you? He was a bitch yeah. with that whole shower thing, though. Well, I'd be pissed if someone was filming me in the shower. It wasn't naked. He just stuck his head out of the shower. I mean, you couldn't see anything. There's actually some more. Uh, Louisiana Lafayette plays Texas. I said that. I said on the Longhorn Network. Uh, Mississippi State plays Southern Miss. Yeah, I know, but that's not televised. And then what about Virginia UCF? Not televised, I know. I had a, a lot more games that I, I wanted to watch, but they're not televised. You can only like go on their website and like listen to the radio. Well, legit fans will actually do that. Yeah, I know, but I was just this list was for televised games to watch. What about Oklahoma, Indiana? I'm telling you, these were the only televised games. <laughs> There was, like, a website that I went to that had every televised game. Um, but, you know, and then Saturday, I just listed, there's some, you know, there's some really good basketball games on, obviously, but I broke it up for, like, the best game for each time slot. So every, like, two hours, you know, have another one. 11, SMU, UCF. 12, Texas, Oklahoma. 2, Alabama, Kentucky. Obviously, 4 o'clock is the big one, Villanova versus Xavier. But also, yeah, can't wait. West Virginia, Kansas is going to be good at 6. UNC Louisville at 8.15 should be good. And even 10.15 at night, Oregon versus UCLA. So, you know, that's a full fucking day of some good basketball. And then Sunday, big for me. I don't know if anybody else my age actually cares, but uh, NASCAR is officially back with the Daytona 500. E. Yeah, I got my Austin Dillon stuff in the mail that I ordered because I get, like, new gear each season. So, I'm pretty pumped for Daytona being back. So, yeah, there you go. There's some stuff to watch this weekend. So, fuck you, part of my take. Yeah, I'm just looking down the list. Yeah, I mean, there's there's obviously going to be plenty of college basketball, so there's no concern. Right. And, I, like I said, I just tried to pick out at least what I thought would be the best game for each, like, time slot. So, you know, there's plenty of college basketball. But, you know what? At least there are college baseball games on TV, because I remember a time when that didn't exist. You mean on your computer? Like on TV. Like you can watch these college baseball games now on TV. 
with the ACC network and the SEC network and the Longhorn network because all those are like through ESPN or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, so, all these SEC network, it's SEC network plus. So technically you're going to have to pull it up on a stream. Oh, really? I think ACC yeah. network though is through ESPN, right? Like for yeah, free. yeah, but that's probably the same deal. Actually, ESPN 3's got Kent State versus Sam Houston State. Oh, wait, no, it's ESPN. Damn it, that's, that's computer. Yeah, these are all computer, but if you've got a... Um, Either way, it's gotten a lot better than it used to be. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? I mean? You can get it on your TV because most people have an Apple TV now or something like that. Right, right. You used to have to like listen to the actual radio. I used to do that for games uh, where you would listen to those like radio streams. Yeah. I'm just looking forward to the college baseball tournaments. Those are always good. The, uh, oh, yeah. Like the Houston. Houston has a good one every yeah. year. Yeah, they do. If Houston isn't in that tournament, though, uh, it makes me upset because I think it's kind of bullshit. Yeah, they play at Minute Maid. Yeah, right. You're going to come to our Houston, uh, our city, and like not invite us? That's kind of bullshit. And it's not like we're scrubs. We're ranked every single season. Mm-hmm. I don't know. just kind of rubs me the wrong way. I want to see real quick. I'm pulling it up to see who's playing it this year because I know it almost played in it last year and she got crushed. This year, it's yeah, Houston, Sam Houston, uh, Louisiana Lafayette, Kentucky, Mississippi State, and Vanderbilt. Woo-hoo! Damn, I might have to go to that. Yeah, March second through fourth. I will say tickets aren't cheap. I remember uh, I went one year, and tickets were not cheap. We ended up just going to the bar across the street for a minute, made and just watching it from on the TVs. That's cool. It's really cool though. I'm I'm glad that they're doing that. Yeah, um, and they're doing similar thing. Last year they had the three SEC teams. This year they, they've got the three. But last year it was a SEC Big Twelve challenge, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. This Pretty year much, it's more yeah. SEC versus uh, some of the, like you know they've got American, they've got um, what Louisiana Lafayette is Sun Belt. No, they're Conference USA. USA. And then Sam Houston is who the hell knows Southland. Yeah, so just like the the dominant schools from each uh, of those that that conferences, the, yeah, and they're they're both close. Lafayette's like three hours away. Uh, Sam Houston's like an hour, hour and a half away. Um, so they'll pull in big crowds because you know, believe it or not, like Sam Houston, yeah, they're like a D one double A school or whatever, but they have a they have a big crowd. I mean, that's when they play Stephen F. Austin in football, they do it in Houston every year. So. They'll bring in a yeah. big crowd. Lafayette always travels, especially if it's only three hours. They'll do that shit, no problem. Yeah, um, so Houston plays Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's Kentucky, Mississippi State, Vanderbilt. When is that? What dates? Second, third, and fourth. Hmm. Okay, I'm gonna have to make sure to make a trip down to uh, down to Houston for that. All right. All right. I think that's it. That'll do it. Peace. He's a Peace. bird. I am gonna punch a hole through your face. Oh, hit me with your best shot, you stupid bitch. Bitch. You bitch. I like to eat cock. You bitch, you bitch. Don't don't put me on spot. I'm just I'm just a Jesus loving ex marine. This Bible is a Bible of my daddy who just died 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 in my in my arms. Answer from, 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 from eating some, 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 some bad pussy. Slut, bitch, the lonely, sad, slutty, bitchy whore. God damn.
bitch. You bitch. Goddamn bitch. Oh, you bitch. Bitch. How are you feeling about all um, what I'm doing? Did you like that? Did you did you think that was good? Tell me I'm good. Tell me it was good. Tell me I'm good. Tell me I'm good. Tell me that was good. Tell me I'm good.